Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. Isn't it rich? Are we a pair? Me here at last on the ground, you in midair. Send in the clowns. I almost feel as if we should use that old, old catchphrase that we had when we first started doing this show in beta. And we're back because you were going to be a little late today. So I took my time getting here to do this and I stopped by the gas station. Before I came in, got myself a pack of cigarettes. And for you long-time lifers, long time, that have been, li- have been listening to this show since beta, I'm gonna, just going to hearken you back. Take a, guess who I, take a guess who I bumped into. Tell me you bumped into a hand tool of some type. I bumped into the wrench. Did you? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, Does I- she still look good? Yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> what was the mood? Was it receptive or was it, oh, fuck? It was ignore, ignore. So, really? Yeah, yeah. She just flat out just blew by me because I, I kind of saw her, and then I acted like, like I went to like go, like, like I was going to walk towards the cigarettes and get the cigarettes, and then I kind of caught her out of my peripheral, and you can't, you know, even with your peripheral vision, you know who it is. And so I was like, oh, man, I think I'm interested in buying what the beef jerky, I guess. So I'm like going through the beef jerky and uh, she kind of just blows by me, goes up to the cashier and is like, I lost a pack of cigarettes today. Da, da, da. Not unlike she used to do at the liquor store, you know, blew a tire today, blah, 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 blah. Tells the poor, uh, you know, registered jock her story, gets her cigarettes and uh, out she goes. So for those newer listeners, which we have a lot, who, who is the wrench? What would they listen to? What are we talking about? So for you new listeners, if you want to go back and listen to some old, old stuff. Um, Relatively old. I mean, we've only been doing this for a year and a half. And roughly, some change, yeah. So, so but um, yeah, we did a beta, a beta series, actually, about three hours on this called The Wrench. And... Uh, uh, Jim, Jim likes to describe it as the best thing that happened to me during that time. Um, it was great. First of all, everybody that listens to the story likes the story. Yeah, it was one of it, your better told stories. It was probably, yeah, it was one of those stories when we were in beta where it was kind of like, okay, we can do something here. Yeah, you were flowing. We, I don't even think we edited that at all. No, it was straight through. So, uh, for, for, for you lifers out there that, that are familiar with the story, you probably know that instantly I just... <clears throat> It's the wrench. So there was... Uh, what you said literally contained no content. Again, outside of what the episodes were, what or who is the wrench? So she's a girl I uh, used to work at a local liquor store out here that some of our uh, old buddies owned, and I just moved to Minnesota. So I needed some scratch until I kind of you know figured some shit out. And while I was working there, this girl about 10 years younger than me 
came on to me, pretty strong, pretty heavy. And uh, yeah, we had, a, we had a good time. She played some mind games with me. Um, kind of acted like, you know, like, hey, you're, you're my boyfriend. I'm your girlfriend. Like, we're really, really aggressively texting here. And then, uh, you know, I uh, decided to be a good guy one day. She said she forgot her lunch. And she was at work. She was having a shitty day. She was hungry. I asked her what her favorite Chinese food was. I went and I brought it to her. Okay, you've drifted. You've drifted. They're gonna have to. That, none of that makes sense in context. Yeah, exactly. So you, it you burned. It burned hot and it burned quickly. Yes. And it ended awkwardly. Yes. And now you've seen her for the first time since. Yes, and well over a year. And you know she knows that you did a show about it. She has to know. She knows. She she does. And so. <laughs> Now you pass one another in the real world and you both act like just somebody I used to know to quote that yeah. <laughs> wonderful little tune. That, that's what happened. Yeah, it was, um, if I'd actually just been sort of like one step sooner, we would have been just like forced to stand by each other in line. So fortunately, I caught the glimpse of her and just, oh, beef jerky. Oh, two for two. Oh, isn't that a great deal? I thought you were Mr. Hey, how you doing? And keep in touch with your exes. And basically, if you're in your on your roster, you're you know lifelong friends with these people. I thought that's you're sounding an awful lot like the way I handle past relationships. It was the wrench, Jim. I panicked. It was the wrench. I fucking hate seeing exes. Period. I know. Period. I know. I know. We uh, we had that a couple episodes ago. You you. Every couple of episodes, you make your stance pretty clear on that. Hate it. Yeah, this was like, I, I don't know. I wasn't nervous. I didn't get any butterflies. You acted kind of gym about you know, it. But, uh, you know, I might have sucked in the gut a little. You weren't waving. You weren't like, hey, hey, wrench. So good to see ya. No, because of the awkwardness that it ended on. The way it just sort of poof. She was great um, about it. I just still don't understand that. Exactly. It's- so it's like, let's just let a good thing be a good thing. Well, now it's you got to kind of I mean. If you well, just, now exactly. Now it's re weird. I wish I hadn't seen her. I know, right? That's what sucks about it. Because now it's like, well, why didn't you say good, you know, hello? Well, but maybe she does. Maybe she didn't know you were there. Maybe she had her head in the clouds, or maybe she genuinely thought you didn't recognize her, and that you know you just didn't acknowledge her, and she floated out. You know, maybe, 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 maybe. I don't know. We'll it's, never know. See, it's that moment where it's real doubtful though, where you. You know, don't get the balls. That's why it's important to get the balls in those situations and say, hey, what's going on? Yeah, that was strategic, though. Like, you're, you're right. There was some, because it's not a balls issue with me. I really just don't want to ever see you again. <laughs> <laughs> like, from the bottom of my soul, I just don't want to see you again. So when you're crawling across floors as a grown man to escape this woman. Bed, bath, it, beyond, it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not a balls issue. Uh-uh. No, no, it's survival. Okay. Because the thing is... I can imagine you just crawling through all the pillows like they do in boot camp, you know, where they put the animal guts on there, but you're going through, like, fluffy pillows and stuff as you crawl your way out. I just don't even want the memory of them. I don't want them to catch up on me. I don't want them to have a fresh snapshot of me or me of them. I just want to remember them in the same shitty day. We were like, hey, F you. And I'm like, F you too. See, and we're I, done. And I kind of feel the same way. Like, you know, the last time she saw me, you know, I was like, all right, looking to her at the time. I brought her some Chinese food and it was this awkward thing for her. 
Instead of like, I have this feeling now. She just saw me. I was like, he looks like shit. I doubt it. I doubt it. You carry your weight well. I mean, Obi didn't, couldn't believe, it. you know, he didn't think there was any issues with you. Most of that stuff's, you know, in a person's mind. Yeah. yeah. You don't ever really look as great or as bad as you picture, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, it, yeah. Yeah. It's that mutual, that, that, that meeting of the two worlds, if you will. And I seldomly, as, as much as I dislike seeing exes, I seldomly look at them, even when age, time, body shapes caught up with them. I don't usually look back at them, you know, disgusted by my own like choices. Like you, you never look at her and just go, she got fat. No, no, no. Because I don't good. know. That's good. I just don't. That type of vindictiveness I don't have. I yeah. don't have that. I just don't want to ever see or talk to you again. See, and it was, <laughs> if that makes sense. Right. And that's kind of the way I felt in this situation. Like I felt a little gym. I was just sort of blasé to the whole thing. Just like, okay, it's the wrench. I mean, okay, yeah, I, I just, I didn't, it was just like, okay, I clearly don't want to be next to you in line buying cigarettes, so, all right, I'm into beef jerky for three seconds here. What if, what if Dahl and I had a kid, adopted a kid, whatever, and got divorced? How do I never talk to her again? Oh, you have to. You have to because Isn't the there, there's got to be a way. Well, she's you could, my attorney. You could, you could yeah, that, but I mean, you still have to like share custody of the kid. Hmm, how important is the kid? Is the kid nice? Is you, it shitty to not talk to the kid anymore? It's pretty shitty. <laughs> it feels shitty. Like when I say it, it sounds shitty. Like all 76 wouldn't even like forfeit his um, um, paternal rights. Okay. You know, even all 76 showed up to get the kids. Could we just buy the kid, buy her outright? Or is it shitty for the kid if I don't want to talk to the mom? Or It's kind of shitty for the kid. Like my parents, my parents... They didn't necessarily want to talk to each other, but they did mm-hmm. because the mutual love of the child. See how I am? See how I am? I immediately stopped calling her doll, and I just started using the she. She, her, it. See, I get very cold quickly. <laughs> Once it's done, I just want to be done. Jim, it's not done. You're married to her, for Christ's sakes. Right. Things yeah. are great right now. Yeah, everything's things good. Are great. Everything's good, Jim. Calm that down. That bitch crosses me. <laughs> <laughs> So is there, is there anything after the, was it just that simple ships passed in the night? Or did it go yeah. any further? Well, it happened to be that I was just like behind her then in traffic. She lives very close to you. How? How behind her in traffic? Like right behind her? No. That's no. good. No, no. Like I was intentionally trying to not tail her, but she was just always right there in front of me. And so, and then she turned off onto her road and I was like, holy shit, I can't believe how insanely close to Jim she lives. She lives close to me? She lives super close to me. The ranch lives close to me. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. I mean, I didn't follow her. You know, I don't know what fucking house she's in or anything, but her turnoff road's very close to your turnoff road. Do you think she's still with her boyfriend? Because that was part of that story was, you know, you were kind of kind of on the... I was kind of that guy. You're kind of tiptoeing the fucking asshole line. Yeah, Yeah. Well, I didn't know that I was the asshole. So that's how I was a sponged, if you will, of, of being the asshole. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I didn't know. I was the sap. I was the patsy. All right, let me, let me propose a situation to you. Now, I want to know how you feel about it, since we're talking about this kind of relationship thing. It's right. just off the top here. I was surfing around, as one does, yes. and I run into this article right. where... Wife takes on 20 guys in front of her husband. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
Now, at first I thought, this is not a real thing, right? I'm going to click on it and get immediate <laughs> porn, which, yeah. you know, it's fine. But I didn't. It was a real article. <laughs> and apparently, you know, uh, John and Jane Doe, because I don't remember their names, yeah. uh, are a married couple who decide to spice things up by going to a sex party. Uh-huh. And while making love to one another, they get approached by other people. And he just kind of gets pulled off by a girl and, you know, gets some oral pleasure while then she has man after man in a row engage with her, finish with her, and then next up to like 20 people, right? And so then then they they like leave the party, right? Now, she she says she loved it. Yeah. Uh, In this article, it's clearly she's the one who's interviewed. We don't get a lot of feedback from, from John Doe. Oh, he's a little off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she described the atmosphere in the car, uh, car as like a sad movie, uh, you driving home after a sad movie. It reminds me of the movie Summer of Sam when um, John Leguizamo and um, oh, who played uh, Romy? Yeah. Uh, is that, uh, um, God, I can't think of her name. Uh, she was in Training Day. She was in um, Mira, Mia, Mira, Mia, Mira Suvernis. No, 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 I thought no. it was the other one. It's not Lisa Kudrow, but the other one. Anyway, anyway, when Romy and John Leguizamo, after they go to the, um, you know, the orgy, and then he sees her getting it on with another guy, and she clearly enjoys it. And he just freaks out in the car. Yeah, they had a quiet, quiet drive home is how Jane Doe described it. And then the preceding week, all of these old arguments started to boil through. Yeah. And then the inadequacies of him come out because she was just enjoyed and pleasured by 20 different men. Right. And uh, she, she described the situation as ongoing but forever altered. <laughs> now... It's different strokes for different folks. I, right. I can't. I can't say what's right or what's wrong for anybody. I'm not judge and jury. But for me, I I would say I would, given total sexual freedom and sexually repressed, I'm probably on the more repressed side. Yeah, I'm not Mr. Orgy. No, you know, no. I, I think of the Leslie Nielsen gun from the naked uh, Leslie Nielsen quote from the Naked Gun movies. I like my sex like I like my basketball one-on-one with as little dribbling as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Well put. Uh, Yeah, orgy just, that's not my thing. I mean, I don't like walking into a locker room at a health club. I certainly wouldn't want to be around all that. Well, you got to grow a mustache. I know your stance on mustaches. Yeah, I don't look good in a mustache. Yeah. I'm I'm so-so with a mustache. It's not thick, though. I don't have a thick enough mustache to be an orgy guy. I mean, I imagine the lights are low for a reason. I hope they're low. If, like, I absolutely had to attend one, like, I'm going to kill you unless you attend this orgy. Well, I'm going to the orgy, and please, please, let it, let it be dark. Yeah, she describes, like, the place where this whole thing goes down as being run down, dingy, dark, um, off-putting from the moment you walk in the door before you even get to where the main orgy is, I, including I, un, undesirable odor. I imagine like the, it would take place in like a warehouse district or something, like something that used to be like a slaughterhouse maybe. They, I think they described it as like an empty house with candles. Oh, man, like a crack house. 
I I don't know. Do, do they do they set the mood in crack houses with candles? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're probably not paying for electricity. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, you would that would that I don't I don't know how we got to the crack house thing, but now I'm just thinking about like. Is it feasible to even want to light the windows of the crack house? Because yeah, you know, they're kind of squatting. Yeah, they're kind of paranoid. Like maybe yeah. even, and there's not cell phone light because you can't afford that either. No, you can't. The orgy though, they probably can't afford. Oh, orgy, it. yeah, they've got cell phones, and then they they might be taking cell phone pictures. Probably, I'm sure now they throw in the pictures with the voyeurism. Is there a mandatory? Now we were having dinner recently, and you were telling me that, and this surprised me. Surprised me a lot. You said that in your classes that condoms are essentially for birth control and do not, are certainly not fail-safe for many, if not most, of the potential STDs a person could pick up. That's what they taught us in school. They said, basically, treat a condom, it's just a prophylactic, meaning, like, it's birth control, and that's it. It's birth control. So don't go in there thinking, like, oh, I'll never catch an STD because I got a condom on. No, people catch STDs with condoms. So I would think like crabs is possible. Crabs would be possible. Herpes, genital Mm -hmm. warts. Now they have to be... You you don't want those guys. Don't don't, don't the herpes have to have a sore or something open for you to get that? Yeah, but I mean, say it's dark. You can't see what's in there and you go balls deep. (laughs) You're never crude and we're going crude, huh? I'm the crude one. You're not crude. No, I'm typically the uh, normal one. But Don't wear my hat. <laughs> Sorry. You're uh, wearing my hat. All right, you can have it back. I wouldn't say balls deep, though. That was graphic. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, I mean, I'm trying to paint the picture here, you know? I mean, juices are, you know, juices get exchanged. Oh, I'm feeling sick. You should. See, I'm more conservative. You should feel sick. It'd be less about the 20 guys and more about the, mm, you're no longer clean, honey. Gross. I, yeah. I mean, I still think you should wear a condom just because. Is that your little you, PSA real quick? Yep. You should still wear it just because, I mean, it does lessen the chance. It lessens it, but it also greatly lessens the chance that you're going to get pregnant. Well, you know, nobody wants to get pregnant right away like that. I would take a kid way quicker than I would take an STD. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. I mean, gonorrhea, shot of penicillin, you're good. I've heard of super gonorrhea, though, those super ones. That oh, that, that, that will morph, yeah, because it, yeah, yeah. And general uh, warts isn't limiting. appealing. That's like, no, uh, that's no, like, you got that, you get cauliflower that. ear for your balls. You don't want that. You get that for life. You got that for life. Um, that's not sexy. HPV, but they say, like, what is it? They say some like, in school, they gave us all these weird statistics, like 60% of all people have HPV. But you're just a carrier, or yeah, you're just a carrier, not a receiver or something. So you're just carrying it, but you never show. That's the papillomavirus or whatever. Yeah, that's genital warts. Which one gives you throat throat cancer? Which one does that? Throat you know, cancer? Yeah, you notice like all the celebrities that were like sex idols have some sort of throat cancer, like Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas, and yeah. the list goes on and on. I don't know anything that goes from your like dick or your vag up to your throat. Yeah, yeah. There's some STD that men can get from going down on chicks that can fuck with their throat. Oh, it's probably some sort of fungal infection or something. Oh, no. It's a virus of some it's kind a virus? that causes cancer. Yeah. Oh, I thought maybe just there was like too much cheese on the taco or something. Oh, see, you did it again. That's gross. You're not gross. <laughs> I don't even think I'm gross. Ah, uh, nasty. Yeah, see, see, I can wear hats too. You're in a weird mood today. I am. I don't know I if am. I like it. What did that? Well, I fucking. So last night, Baby Island was going on this um, 
this uh, Seattle radio station. And of course, it being Seattle time, it's like two, three hours behind us. Mm-hmm. So it was from eight to 10. And I'd had a long day at work. And I've had a couple of long days of work strung together. And so around 9.30, about half hour to an hour and a half before it's supposed to start, you know when you're trying to stay awake and you're like, don't fall asleep? It's impossible to stay awake. Yep. So what does fucking genius do? Falls asleep at 9.30, missed the Baby Island show. And uh, they were doing an acoustic show, too. It would have been fucking cool to hear. Baby Island is a band that uh, Travis grew up with who were friends of the show, and we played a bunch of their stuff early on. And They just released a new album, yeah. They got signed by, they got picked up by somebody, right? I think they got picked up. Yeah, we got in touch, we got to touch base with them again. And they've been doing well, and so they had a show last night you were trying to listen to and didn't make it. Didn't make it, fell asleep at 9.30, so of course, after a square eight hours of sleep, Travis wakes up at 5.30 a.m., nothing to fucking do. So, you know, wait around four hours till I got to go to fucking work. And so I've been up since 530. Couldn't get back to sleep. So you're a little overtired and it's made you a little. Yeah, I'm a little weird. You know, like I'm in that kind of fog zone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not used to it. Oh, weird dream last night, too. Remember the one that um, about where I try to pull the trigger on the gun and it doesn't doesn't shoot. It's like it's on safety. I think one of our. Lifer sent us in a thing talking about uh, inadequacy. Yeah. Inadequacy. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I had one of those. It was like this zombie thing with blue, had like no jaw. And like, you know, I tried to like save myself. I had this pistol and I put my the pistol up against its jawless thing and went to pull the trigger. And I can never pull the trigger. I just run. Feelings of powerlessness. Yeah. I had to run. It was freaky, man. It was running. It was in the snow. Ran by like this one girl, like she was running from it too, but she slipped in the snow and hit her head on a rock. She was gone. I didn't stay behind her. I didn't stay behind. I kept running. Why do people want to tell you about their dreams? It's like, you want to hear about the shit I totally fabricated in my own mind? Yeah, that my mind just fucking told me like, okay, here you go. I barfed this out while I was sleeping. Let's talk about it. And yeah. to me, no offense or maybe offensive. I, I, maybe I do mean to offend. I don't know. But Why? I don't know. I think it's just maybe people trying to come to terms with things that are going on. Trying to work through some shit right now? Yeah, I guess so. You know, maybe there's something I need to pull the trigger on in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. You shouldn't kill the wrench. That's bad. Sounds like a a bad Lifetime movie. Well, no, this happened before I even saw the wrench. Like, the wrench has been way out of my brain. Right. I'm just clarifying. Yeah, now if I have have the dream again tonight... I don't know. I don't know you what know what? Thing. This is a great time to bring up rage rooms. Have you heard of range room rage rooms? No. Uh, we've talked about puzzle rooms, where you go into a room as a group, sometimes as many as twelve people, and the entire room set up so that you have to find certain clues to try to either escape the room or uh, save yourself from so something happening in the room. Kind of like mousetrap kind of deal, or yeah, kind of, but. Uh, you know, live action. It could take up to an hour. Uh, there's different themes of these rooms. Sometimes they call them escape rooms. Like labyrinthian? Is it a labyrinth? Uh, it just depends on who's running it. It can be as simple as just one room with books and shit around that have clues in them, or it can be, you know, multiple corridors. Oh, that sounds like fun. Let's do one. I, I Let's do it. Um, so rage room. I'm imagining like a fucking just room where they... Play some heavy metal music and some guys just fucking mosh. Okay, this is way cooler. All right. Now, I hope my brother's listening to this episode because he has had this idea in one form or another his whole life. 
but they bring lamps and glasses and windows and shit for you just to fucking break. Oh wow! So you can go in there on your lunch break, and they'll, they'll let you go hog wild with a bat. And they don't—they don't just put already beat up shit in there. They give you stuff that it would normally be off limits to break, and they're like, "Go destroy it." Huh? How much? Go is, rage. How much does it cost to get into Rage Room? Apparently, they're not very expensive because most of the things that they go out to get, like they—they they do. So they sell you things by the pound. So you they're might, buying by the pound here. Yeah, huh? so you might look at, uh, you might pick the basket of shit you want to destroy. Yeah, and like, all oh, here's classes. a mirror, here's a TV, here's yeah, a lamp, here's precisely. a vase. Is it vase or vase? I'm going with vase. We're going to have a pr- pronunciation show. Okay. We're going to do that. All right. Because I've got, we've got some of those same we got questions some, yeah, lately. Yeah. But you might get into a box, it's like three by three, break this shit. And this is a five by five, and you get this much time to break it. And then it. you can spread it out and break it as you like. Yeah, they give you bats, or they give you uh, things to throw at them. Hopefully, some eye protection. The full full shields and body coverage, so that if you get little shards of glass yeah, in there or whatever, you're you cool. Can just, yeah. And then you just leave the mess, walk out. Thank you very much. Wow, that's taking primal scream therapy, and like it's like primal physical therapy, I guess. Taking primal scream and just making it physical. I tried to do that one time. Primal scream therapy? Yeah, I love you, man. I saw him just screaming underneath the pier, and I'm like, you know, I haven't done that in a little while. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not a good screamer. Oh, I suck at screaming. It's just really weird. I used to try it, well, because obviously when we were growing up, it was during the grunge age. And so, you know, if you could scream real good and raspy, you know, made you a better singer. So I would just try to scream with my fucking adolescent budding voice and, oh, man. Kurt Cobain meets Peter Brady. It was awful. Yeah, I don't. I've tried doing good. it as an adult either. It's kind of croaky from all the cigarettes. Like croaky, not good. Just ah. Well, then is that how you scream? Is I mean, you might not scream. Like I forgot how. I don't really. I don't. Do I have, yell? I don't know yeah. if I'm a yeller or my grunter or my scream. What What am I gonna take? What's the approach? Yeah, I don't even know that I I know how to scream. Like I can. I know how to raise my voice. Yep. Good at that. But I don't know. I've never yelled at anybody, really. Like, I, when I do, it's super rare. It happens, like, every eclipse, you know? I mean, I've never never yelled at a partner, at a girlfriend or anything. I've raised my voice, but I've never yelled. And, I, and it's funny. When I try to yell, it's, it's almost worse than when I raise my voice. Like, when I try to yell, it's just kind of, like, comedic, I think, for the other person. Like, really? Oof. What was that? What was that screech? I'm not a real. I'm not an. I don't argue like that. I usually get somewhat quiet, and yeah. then I usually make irritating points in I a very see, calm tone. I could see you being just sharp. Yeah, just yeah. sharp. She she likes to call it condescending. I'm like I'm just yeah. making a point. No, you're being a condescending asshole. Okay. She may have a point. She may. <laughs> she may. But I'd have never like in a football game when I yell. It's different. It's, it is. It's not really yelling. It's sort of a, I don't know. Because even like when you go to ASU games, it's like, <laughs> well, because they do this thing. You don't yell, but you just kind of go like, okay. and just make noise. Like a yodel. Yeah. It's like a yodel, without, but without the, or whatever the yeah, fuck it is. Car- it's almost got it. Like you're carrying something. Like almost like a hum. Like it's almost like just like a loud, just. Um, but uh, but you're controlling it, right? And in scream therapy, you're just supposed to like you're uncork. supposed to just let it go, motherfucker, like like Tourette's almost. I don't. I just didn't. Yeah, I can't do me. it. I couldn't do it. I felt. In fact, I felt a little stupid afterwards. I was like, wow, that's 
I, felt, I hope I don't ever really need to scream. Like, yeah, like, no one's coming. Seriously, I, I think I would feel less stupid if I just took off all my clothes and walked around the block once. Mm. You know, like you just because I'm like, why? What was the pur- what was the purpose of that? Or like your friends that punch walls when they get pissed off. You know, mm. you're, you're like Tom. Why'd you just do that? <laughs> seriously, now you have a fucking broken hand. You know, I you're used, just compounding your problems. I used to be the guy that would lose my temper and break a lot of my own shit. I used to, and I I can still. I mean, if I get annoyed enough with something, like if I'm putting something together or I'm messing with things, I have to tell myself, you know, just take a break. You're not going to get anything done that's aggravated. Just just walk away. Yeah. Because even when I'm working on other people's shit, I the other day, okay, so on Saturday, I had to work by myself, and I needed, I needed... I needed more than just myself to do what I was doing. So I found myself using clamps and trying to use, you know, other parts of my body to sort of brace things up while I was installing them. You were sort of playing like a um, mechanic twister. Kind of. Yeah. And I had this heavy four foot four by four that I was trying to suspend in the air about three feet. And I had clamped it down, right? So I was in a good shape but I still had to keep one point of heavy contact. So I had my other hand on this drill, and I'm trying to drive this huge lag into it while maintaining where it's at. And while I did that, I didn't see that the sons of bitches that produced this particular lag, had it was slightly bent. Uh-huh. So when I ramped the speed up, it sort of pulled the drill off while I was pushing real hard on it. And when it skipped off the lag... My chest actually right here, you know, right where your heart is, yeah. went full weight into a very narrow, hard steel pin into my chest. I, I wondered, could that penetrate the breastplate tissue and hit my heart? Because it hurt a lot. <laughs> Did you get a tetanus shot? It still hurts. I had actually just had one a week before, but it didn't go in. It just like, you know, it's like someone yeah. took the end of a took the front of a of a golf club iron yeah. and just swung it and hit my chest. And just like, oh, I feel good. Oh, I was so mad. And then gonna keep my temper under control. I threw the board. I ripped the board off. I ruined the board. Ripped the board off. Ruined the leg that was in it. The, the clamp fell. Hit something else. Threw the. I'm into customers' house. Threw the threw the thing. <laughs> You know, I look like I look like Chevy Chase in, in Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. I just flipped out. <laughs> I fucking flipped. I was so mad and I was yeah. in so much pain. I've done it. I've done the kicking. You know, when he starts kicking the reindeer, I've punted. My big thing is throwing. I'm you a like thrower. Throw shit. I'm a thrower when I get mad. Not particularly at like I don't throw at people, but like I'll just pick a target. Like I'll pick a tree or I'll pick something, and I'll just start throwing at it until I tire myself out or I run out of things to throw. Typically, it's like a fence or something. That must a feel tree. good. Feels, you, when you're in the moment, you don't know it. But then afterwards, you know, and you're just like, when your buddies are like, dude, what the fuck? You okay? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Well, you just threw one of my house knives over the fence. I'll go, I'll, I'll buy you a new one. I'll, I'll, I'll find it in the morning. You know, it's just, but I feel all right, man. You want a beer? I, I, I want a beer. It's, it's over that quickly. Like, yeah, like I just kind of just throw this shit and I just throw it out of my system. I'm gruffy longer. You know what's weird? I don't, my shoulders have been messed up long enough now that I have like learned to slightly modify my life. So when I need to throw things, I don't. And I don't remember throwing things. Four episodes now. This is four episodes you're talking about your shoulders. It's going to go on for a year, maybe a year and a half. This is a theme. 
That's how long they say it's going to take for it to go away. Jesus. What's the cure? Oh, there isn't. We can just, you know, maybe try to help you with the pain. So it's, it's on my mind. Yeah. I can understand that. And when I hear you do things, it's like you're describing shit I can't do. Like I can't walk and you're describing running. That's what's happening right now. You're like, I just throw it. Just throw, throw it out. hard. I'm Talk. like, fuck, I can't do that. I can't play catch. No. I can't just throw a pop can in a trash can that hurts. That's why I tell all my friends, like, I hate it whenever I pull up to a store and my friends are like, really? Parking back here? I'm like, motherfucker. If you were fucking handicapped right now and you saw the two of us physically capable guys... Like, oh, I got to park all the way up to the front because I don't want to walk. Dude, we have two fucking legs. We're healthy. We're walking. Do you hold to that even when it's Minnesota cold out? I'll park a little closer. <laughs> a little closer. <laughs> I'll pull up, park just a touch closer. Yeah. You know, we're missing uh, Thursday night football right now. And, or, I mean, Monday night football. And, uh, uh, and now on Thursdays, darts has started. You know how I love darts. Yeah. And last week's game was not a good game. And I started looking at some things uh, about Thursday Night Football. And the games get horrible ratings. Well, it's stupid because college initially did Thursday night because they had to kind of get out of the shadow of pros because pros were starting to play on Saturdays a little bit. And, yeah, you brought something up that just, all right, so I live with fucking Shorty and Grumpy. Mm Mm-hmm. And all right, all through the summer, he watches Shorty watches every fucking Twins game. So he's always in the living room watching every fucking Twins game every day. So I'm like, okay, I can't wait for baseball season to get over with. Well, then football season starts, and he's in like five fantasy leagues. And so now he gets to watch football Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night. And it seems like there's like always like a Tuesday night or fucking Wednesday night game. Monday, Thursday, Sunday is usually the NFL. Yeah, but it's just like, it's just like never ending. I'm like, when the fuck do I catch Sunday a break? night, you know, Sunday yeah. day, Sunday. Yeah, and then once football's over, oh, then he's watching um, U of M basketball. He's a sports junkie, huh? He's a fucking junkie. And it's like, I'm just like, dude, is there one? Can we take a break? Like hockey, like in the off season, I take the entire fucking summer off. I don't think about sports for the summer, you know? Come around August, ASU camp starts up again. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Let's get back into this. And then, you know... Hockey started, like, Caps' first preseason game was tonight. So, all right, hockey's starting to get back on the brain. It'll be on the brain until that ends, and then... There's a lot more hockey games, though. There are, but I don't subject everyone to watching them. No. Football, the Thursday night game is... If it's doing poorly, I can tell you why. The next game... So we just had the Houston Texans play the Cincinnati Bengals. Both teams, not very exciting football. Don't they have Vontez Perfect, though? Oh, he's suspended, though. Now we have uh, uh, the Rams playing the 49ers. That'll be this coming Thursday. Not very exciting. Then the Bears, which suck, who are going to play Green Bay is the following week. Green Bay should annihilate them. Now, you could argue that that's a classic game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not. Re- it's, uh, there's no prerequisite here for me to go through this entire schedule. I can just tell you that there's a lot of teams that aren't going to have very good seasons either playing another team that sucks or... Like the Vikings? Well, the Vikings, if they're not going to have a quarterback, they're going to suck. But like the Bills-Jets, doesn't everyone lose in that game? Everyone. And when the Vikings play, they're going to play the Browns, which, you know, isn't supposed to be a great team. It just seems like every matchup is either two poor teams or the other team should just kill them. (laughs) 
And I don't know, you know, if the New you, England Patriots versus the Calgary Rough Riders. Why don't we just skip it? And, you know, back when you when you and I were in high school, there were a handful of games Thursday night. They were cherry picked primetime games, and the re- the half the season we didn't have them at all. A handful. I mean, shit. Maybe one, maybe two. Yeah. Now it's a nightmare. I'd be happy if it went away. I would be so happy if it went away. Like, please, can we just keep it to Sunday Monday? You got two days of the week. You know, that's all you typically get for your time off of work anyway. Two days out of the week. They're asking a lot for me. Yeah, it's a lot. They're asking for Thursday night. They're asking for whenever my team plays. Then they've got the afternoon games, like the the, the mid-afternoon games, the 3 o'clock games. Then we've got the primetime Sunday night game, which used to be the the best broadcasting team was on Monday night. But because now Monday night football is on cable only, the only nationally broadcast big games on Sunday night. So I'm watching Monday night, Sunday night, a Sunday game, you know, I feel like I'm watching half the football schedule. Yeah, it sucks. Like I said, I live with these guys that do this. And I'm like, like during this time of the year, I'm like, is there anything else on other than fucking football? I love to watch football. I like football. I don't Um, want the games to suck. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not opposed to football. I watch my football on Saturdays. I watch football Saturdays too. Yeah, there you go. Then if you're a college guy, that adds another day to your week. I love college football. Yeah. Especially the good games. College football is just plain fun. It is. I mean, it's a crooked-ass business, but it's, but oh, it's yeah. so fucking fun to watch. Right, right. Just spectator's point of view. Yeah. Take out the politics. Yeah. And very just, fun. just leave it on the field, and college football is very fun. Yeah, once we start talking about where the money's going. So. Yeah, just, yeah, but you take out the politics of it, it college football is the best. All right. Can I, can I rip your youth away from you? Sure. I'm going to... And I'm sure everyone's seen this somewhere, but I want to talk about it. My temple as a child, Toys R Us, is possibly, more than likely, going to file bankruptcy this week. Why? Well, they owe more than they can pay. How? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, they cite two major problems. The first problem being that... um, Toys aren't as popular anymore with kids because kids are seeing less commercials than ever before about toys that are in demand. And if they do want toys, they're being ordered more commonly directly online than they are coming in the store. Yeah, you, yeah I, don't, I can imagine kids don't toy shop anymore. Not as much, and, and they actually don't really play with toys as much, as much. When you have Lego laying off people for the first time in you know decades... I can't remember actually ever seeing a kid play with a toy, actually. I mean, like, they've got, like, play sets and stuff, but... Well, no, no, because this, you know, Texas Exes, her kids, I got them into Star Wars. They played with, um, you know, the little minion of my, like, yeah, he, he fucking loved his Star Wars toys. Doesn't sound like it's on the same level. As when we were growing up, where you had well, guys, you didn't have collections and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Matchbox and Hot Wheels, yeah, and Stompers. No, nah, nah, like he would get like an Obi Wan and an Anakin figurine, and then a couple Jet Fighters, so he could, you know, okay, Obi Wan and Anakin are fighting in the Jet Fighters, that kind of thing. Check this out. Remember how big Barbie was? Barbie was huge. You go through a Target toy section today, Barbie isn't a, sh- a shred of her former self. I've actually gone through a toy section in Target, and the toy section in and of itself is a shred of its former self. Yes. You, you remove the superhero, you know, the superhero element from the toy aisle, which, uh, in my opinion, those figures are not 
the same kind of quality toys that we were playing with. They don't move the same way. They don't have the same number of, you know, movable arms and parts. They aren't as immersive, in my opinion, as they, they, they once were. They're kind of shitty quality. Oh, the color on the lightsabers fades super fast. There's like 40 Wolverines rather than, you know, well, I have, you know, they, they don't. Yeah. They, I guess I feel like they don't make the toys as universal as they once were, where a rich kid and a poor kid could own the same toy and interact the same way with this toy and kind of, you know, instead there's 90 versions of that toy. Well, usually what happened was I was the poor kid and I only had Luke Skywalker. And then when I went to your house, you'd have like the whole indoor, you know, Ewok village and shit. And like I would bring over my Luke Skywalker and you'd be like, oh, I have like three of those. This is my Luke Skywalker with the lightsaber glued to the hand. This is my light, you know, Luke Skywalker, da, 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 da. Okay, well, fuck you. I just, I got a Luke. (laughs) But they were consistent enough toy lines that we could interact. Yeah. You know, where now you've got a Superman that's, you know, 17 inches tall to a, to a smaller figurine. There's no consistency amongst the toy lines. Plus, there aren't the same number of cartoons that support the toys. Remember, you'd watch the cartoon. And then, buy the toy! Buy, yeah. buy, buy, buy! Totally. totally. Yeah. You know, Strawberry Shortcake had a, a cartoon. Transformers. Uh, even Ultron. You even had Flintstones, and those classic cartoons had characters that you'd run to the store to get. Yeah. It's not the same thing. Also, Legos, although somewhat expensive then... It's not uncommon at all to find a two to three hundred dollar set of of Legos. I mean, there that's you yeah. know seventy nine ninety nine is a common price for a two hundred piece Lego set. That's a lot of dough for a kid. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a dollar game is going to be prefer you know preferred by a parent over an eighty dollar toy. Yeah, I remember my dad would bitch when I was a kid. You know, back in the eighties, I'd be like, "Hey, can I get a Peter Venkman? Maybe for Christmas. It's five bucks." That was in the 80s, five bucks. Do you know what that toy is worth in its package today? The original lineup of Ghostbusters in the, you know, when they, because they had, remember, you could uh, push a lever on their forearm and it would, it would push the, the laser beam out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I wanted them, but five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's hundreds of dollars now in good condition. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks. In the Star Wars shit, everybody knows, and yeah. G.I. Joe shit is all through the roof, but no more Toys R Us. We lost KB Toys in, you know, the KB early part of the shit. I don't even. They used to be in malls. Yeah, the early part uh, of the O's we lost KB yeah. Toys and Children's Palace we lost in the nineties. Now we're about to lose. That was. That's that was another big toy chain. Uh, and FAO now Schwartz, we lo- we're losing. Schwartz, I remember yep, Schwartz. They went down. Uh, and now we're looking at you know the big Kahuna, the crown jewel of the toy market is about to. Arrivederci. Their suppliers are saying until they get their house in order, no more shipments. Wow. That's going to be a depressing toy store. I, I would say, like, now's the time for us adults to raid it. But really, what it, like you just said, what is there out there to raid? Well, I... You still go. I'm not embarrassed. You still I go. still go to Toys R Us. Uh, you've seen some of the toys I've got around here. If I see that they've got new G.I. Joe shit or whatever, I love G.I. Joe aircraft. I love all that stuff. Yeah. I, it, it takes me back. So you can catch me blowing, you know, 50 bucks on some toys here and there. You're also going to go to the uh, re-release of the Little Mermaid when they do it? With all, with all, the, uh, with all the six, seven-year-olds? I wasn't the, uh, I wasn't the mermaid guy. You weren't the Disney man? Uh, not really, no. Yeah, I wasn't too big on Disney either. I wasn't, but I, I still feel like having those toys and you know building forts in the couch and doing some of those things that kind of called in your creativity to not only entertain yourself 
but you'd problem solve and it would, you know, it, it caused you to think about these interpersonal relationships that would happen between your characters. You know, you had to kind of create yeah. and manifest these You would things. come up with like love triangles and stuff for like your characters, like Peter and Janine and Egon, you know, like all kinds of stuff. And now kids just, you know, well, you know, little Johnny can learn about that on his iPad. Is, is that the same and experience? And little Johnny has an iPad. No, because there's no human interaction. Are you sure it's, we're not being old crusty fucks about see, it? See, I'm trying not to be, but there's a very me, me, me element when you're just hooked to a, you know, monitor that's just for you. I don't see how you're branching out and physically interacting. I've, I've read some things that say that video games improve your self-confidence, problem-solving skills. I can see problem-solving, uh, but I can also see self-confidence because there's no one around to say, you're well, fucking up. Well, there's online parties. Because you get parties. to keep trying. As, you know, you can get on and have yeah. those online parties yeah, and you, you can, can play Call of Duty and you can, you can get together in groups and you have to work on group dynamic. Now, when I've been online... Uh, when I'm not with friends, I haven't found it to be a very rich experience. I haven't found it to be very dynamic. Yeah, they're like, you know, it's typically, dude, you fucked up. You got in the way. <laughs> you stole my kill. Yeah, you stole it, my kill. Usually it's trolls just making yeah. you feel about yay tall until yeah. you cower and, out of the game. And they're about nine years old. Some of them, and some <laughs> of them are like 35 and they've been honing their shit all day long. Yeah, and some of them are like 56 and from the, it's usually the 50 or 56 year old guys from the country that always, or they'll be like, Come on with me, son. I'll show you the way. I'll show you the way. This is how you fucking kill him. You ever kill a Nazi? I'll show you how to kill a Nazi. And they don't know how to pronounce any of the weapons, but fuck if they can't use them. <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to sit there like, actually, it's pronounced carbine, not carbine, but hey, hey, okay, all right, I'll follow you in. You know, you wipe them up, yeah, you know, I'll mop up the rest. So is that rich? You feel like that would replace you no. and toys? No, I would take the toys any day, but... That's what I know. Small kids get, you know, they get, my, my nephew, he just turned one. He interacts a lot with the stuff, the toys, the balls, the blocks. Um, even uh, I have another nephew who's, I think, three or four now, three. Uh, little guy, he's still into toys. He's not quite into it. But about the time they hit five or six, you can see them sort of float away from the toy and start to want to play 100% on the tablet. Yeah. And that was like when the coolest, that was when like really aged to have the coolest toys. And with those kids not doing it, I don't see how Toys R Us, I mean, they've got to, you know, that market's got to come together and bring kids back into the fold. Because right now the toy lineup, it blows. It's pretty much shit. If you go to buy toys right now, it's not impressive. There's nothing there you can identify with, look forward to, want to own. It's kind of... Well, you are 40 years old, Jim. I don't think you should be on No, no, no. I, you, I am a good toy buyer. You, could, you, you can take this to the bank, dude. If I go to the store to help you buy toys, you, for whatever member of the family, even your own kids, you will get high marks. Okay. I'm good at... I, I am not very mature, dude. It's very easy. I could... You could put me in the toy aisle right now and come back five hours from now, and I would, I would have opened boxes, built forts. I'd be totally, totally entertained the whole time. I'm not in shock. I'm not in shock over You're this. telling me you couldn't do it. You're telling me right now you couldn't play with toys. If I had a Toys R Us budget, like, like if I just had a, like a Go Nuts Travis at Toys R Us, yeah, I'd find shit because they have board games and stuff there too. <sighs> See, you had to try to make it adult. You can you go into a children's? Could you go into a playroom? I'd probably without just, kids and play with toys and be entertained. I would lightsabers. Yes, 
There would have to be so a one lightsaber by yourself would entertain you. No, no lightsabers. So you'd have to have another kid there. I'm talking you and toys. Could you entertain yourself? Like, could I sit there with like a Han Solo and a Luke Skywalker? Mm-hmm. No. See, I could. I can't. I do could that. totally do that. I you could get me that. the GI Joe USS flag and a few F-14s and a I couple A-10 <laughs> Cobras, and I would have a whole war, no problem. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is like a therapy session. Like Jim, now interact. Like show us what they did to you with the toys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking totally the opposite way. I'm thinking like, so you can't do it. Like if you were going to sit down and play with toys, it would turn into like an emotional thing for you, where I would just be. Using my imagination, you'd be like, wow, I shouldn't be playing with toys. This isn't right. I don't know. I mean, I would play with, like, the four-year-old when he'd want to, you know, play Jedi Starfighter. But even then, it was hard for me to just, okay, yeah, 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 I'm on your six. Because, you know, four-year-old's like, you're in trouble again. Again? Really? I'm just getting my ass wasted here. Um, All right. Give me, give me, do this for me. Okay. Tell me the top three lines of toys that you owned and played with, and that will be helpful. Go. Uh, Voltron, Ghostbusters, Star Wars. Okay. Limited toy lineup for Ghost, Ghostbusters. I'm going to tell you that right now. Star Wars is a lot was, of shit, but you were at the end of Star Wars. I was at the end of it. So it was like, you know, a couple, this is that. It's mostly action figures. Voltron, I had all of the, you know, that would form the yeah. Ultra Voltron. Again, limited number of toys for Voltron. Yeah. Well, my parents loved this because uh, they had a limited number of uh, amount of money. But the toys um, back in the 80s were cheap. In 90s, they weren't very expensive. Well, like I said, my dad complained about $5. <laughs> so. I hope he's listening to this episode because you see what you've done, sir. Uh, the Proton Pack was my favorite. For so, Christmas, I got a Proton Pack. Game, I mean, that was it. I mean... No Transformers. Or GoBots. I had uh, Dinobots. I had the... I had all, Those were expensive. I had all three Dinobots. And cool. Or no. So you had the pterodactyl, the T Rex. No, and I had the, the T Rex. I had the uh, and the Brontosaurus. Yeah. And I had the uh, Brontosaurus Sledge. I did not have the. Did I have the Triceratops? I may or may not have had the Triceratops. I forget what the ter- Triceratops name was. But I, I, I know for a fact I definitely had the T Rex. Okay, so my you, favorite. you were into Transformers. That's yep. cool, and that had a show that went along with it. Masters of the Universe at all. Although I find that now um, I had He Man plates, uh, like a, a TV dinner stand. I had some He-Man stuff. I think I had the Castle of Skull. Was that pseudo homoerotic toys, the He-Man toys? They it seemed like they were in Speedos with muscles. Everyone was in Speedos and muscles. Might have sent the wrong message. Everyone was in Speedos. What's the wrong message? I, I, and listen, I played with the toys. I own the toys. But looking back, it is pseudo, you know, graphic, homo cosplay. I didn't think of it at all. I just thought I had a He-Man I'll toy. line those toys up for you right now, and you'd be like, hmm. This is kind of weird. Like, if you were to give those toys to a kid right now, he'd be like, so what's your issue, Dad? Like, what's (laughs) going on here? Like, why are all these really muscular men wearing masks? I do remember I did color all over my castle gray skull. And then after I realized what I had done, because I was, like, trying to make modifications to it, then when I sat back and looked at the modifications I made, I cried. I was like, Mom, get it off. She's like, you fucked it up. You fucked up your toy. Any wrestlers? Did you do the rubble, the, the rubber WWF I did not have guys? any of those. I did watch the cartoon. Honky Tonk Man was my favorite. Okay. So you didn't have any of the wrestlers. You didn't have GoBots. You had some Transformers. I didn't have GoBots because GoBots were, everybody knew that they were the rip-off Transformers. But you could get, there were so many of them. Fuck that. 
They they had an impressive line. They were the ripoff Transformers. Bumblebee. Bumblebee was probably my favorite of the regular Transformers. This is going to sound bad, but I had a lot of Transformers, and a lot of my friends had more GoBots because they were more fa- affordable, like family-friendly. Yeah. yeah. And so I felt like they had like better toys when, in fact, they were looking at me like I was a snobby dick because I had the Transformers. Yeah. Didn't realize that. I was asking my parents, why don't we get these? And they were telling me, well, they suck. That's why we're not getting them. Yeah. How about the guns? Did you have... So <laughs> this might come as a shock to some of our listeners, but there was a time where you could buy cap guns yep. that were black and looked like the real deal. They looked like they didn't have the little orange thing on the barrel. They nope, like real, nope, real guns. Real guns. Yeah, I got, uh, I got one from the ice cream man. Did you play guns? Oh, fuck yeah. Could you play guns today? I'd play paintball. So you couldn't, you couldn't. Well, play no, guns. because it, no, because it would always like as a grown man. I don't think we should have fist fights over bang bang. I got you. No, you didn't. I got you first. Because that's what it would. It always escalated to that. <laughs> so it wouldn't be it, any different. It always escalated to that. Exactly. It, it wouldn't told be you any a lot different. about that person, though. You were like, okay, so you're like that, are you? Yeah. You knew exactly what you could level with that person. With you're like, okay, there'll be no short term loans with you. Yep. You'll never be in a room with a girl of mine alone. Yeah, you clearly you clearly were dead. You were dead. I shot you first. You know it. You were turning around when I said bang. You didn't even have your gun anywhere near me. Uh, no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I got you first. I shot. No, I just curved my bullet. It was a curved bullet. Fuck you with your curved bullet. Oh, and I was ma- wearing magic armor. I was wearing armor, bulletproof vest. They do have Nerf now, though, with actual yeah, projectiles. Nerf, actually, uh, with my little nephew, actually, uh, my. My stepdad bought a shit ton of Nerf guns, and uh, one of the last times I was in Texas, we had like an all-out Nerf war with him. So that's fun. Yeah, my stepdad was uh, sort of like, you know, the, the bad guy, you know, shooting up, and we took position on the high ground on the second level of the house, and I sort of taught him how to, you know, belly crawl and uh, how to like do signals, because clearly my stepdad would be like waiting for him to just come out of hiding and run across, and so he'd wait, you know, all right. Come across on one, two, three. And he'd come across and boom, my stepdad would nail him because he knew he was coming on three. So I'm like, no, you got to go on two. I'm going to say you're coming on three and then you go on two. So he's not expecting it. And he shoots behind you. It took him a couple of hits, but then he got it. He got it by the end. He figured it out. Bright kid. Bright I, kid. I, I hope. I think it's pretentious to think that toys are going to go completely away because it doesn't seem realistic. But. Even this loss of institutions like this, I, you know, there was it was the only place you could go when you were little that was like your place. There weren't many places that yeah. were your place, and Toys R Us was like, you guys go to your other stores or KB. This yeah. is my place. Yeah, and Toy- now my place is about to go away. Toys R Us was the mecca. Like you knew that, like if you got taken to Toys R Us, that was that was your day. Is that why the Juggalos were marching this week? No, the Juggalos weren't angry over Toys R Us. They were angry over something that happened in 2011. What's a Juggalo again? Uh, it's essentially a fan of ICP, Insane Clown Posse. That's Is where it... it starts. That's where it starts. Okay. All right. And then... See, I wasn't <laughs> sure. I, I, I have some early work from ICP. I have some of their early albums. You would. You would. I do. They were novel. 
they were like like a novelty. Yeah, they were novel. They were novelty band, and uh, still are. I actually ran across them based on just crazy album covers. When that used to be a thing, I yep. went by the CD and I'm like, oh, look at oh, that, that crazy CD. Eye. Yeah, yeah, that that you that doesn't happen anymore. But no. back, back in the good old days, back in the day when we had toys that didn't suck. And then, and then, and then and you then, found out about the Juggalos. No, well. I didn't, I didn't. Or did you realize that they suck? Uh, yeah. Huh? Well, spin it, it out, buddy. I don't know. Huh? It's, there's a lot of albums in my iTunes I listen to. And I, rarely like, see, oh. I rarely see Jim get like this like shy. And he's just kind of, not mousy, but just sort of just, yeah. just really sullen looking right now. Like, like he just made a bad call. Like you farted in the elevator. <laughs> it's it's, it, it's it's just it got you know when I saw what I was dealing with there. Yeah. What's his name? Shaggy and Two Dope or two whatever. Do- two Dope just, to quit or something. I don't know. Yeah. The first time I saw them was in court against Eminem over some stupid beef that the two of them had, which was just in a really. Oh yeah, because aren't they all from Detroit? Yeah, and they got yeah. into some bullshit against. It was, it was it seemed trumped up to me. Like I didn't even know there were like. It's funny to me that the mo- some of the most prolific white rappers are coming from mostly black Detroit, but right. we'll move past that. And I don't know. I just I saw a few things, and it, it was I, like I'm not into the face paint thing. And it burns my face actually. What is a hatchet man? I'm not quite I sure what that what is. Hat- I mean, I think isn't it that like silhouette thing where they have the? But I don't I don't know what that comes from. Apparently, it comes from something. Obviously, maybe in one of their songs, uh, there's hatchet man that. Hatchets, people. Now, obviously, I was asking what a juggalo was rhetorically. I know what a yeah. I I know what a, a now a juggalo. My my What's little your... brother. My little brother is. Oh, that was fun. He's a he's a sweet man. He's you know we've discussed him before. He's got he's special needs and he's uh, uh, uh let's just call he's he's touched. Okay. Yes. And he is a big ICP fan. And one of the things I noticed that's a, that's attractive to him because he lives a slightly, um, you know, obviously he's not very empowered or, or he's a tra- drawn to things that will empower him. So cars, guns, aggressive music, girls, things that signify to him value. Because due to, you know, him being special, you know, he lo- leads sort of an insular life. Yes, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So he's drawn to these things. Yes. And ICP is always preaching this you know, family and friends and this and that. Yeah. And they had this thing called... And then called, fucking guys up with knives and hatchets and then <laughs> fucking bitches. Usually there's a there's quite a bit of misogyny to ICP. Usually, yeah. Stuff. I remember hearing one where they were like game show contestants and <laughs> talking about how they were going to drop nuts in the mouth and stuff. We call that teabagging in the sophisticated world, by the way. <laughs> God, we should... You know, we didn't pick the music to open the show. Maybe we should come in on some ICP stuff. I knew you were going to say be that. Way out of, it'll be way out of step, but it would be funny. It's my turn to do music, and it's got to be, fuck ICP, though. I didn't, even uh. ta- I didn't even take my turn last week to do music, though. I just used the stuff from, from, from the movie itself because right, so, it was so all big. Right. Well, then, oh, man, then why the fuck did I start this week? All right, well, next week I'm on music. Well, no, you, you can pick music. It's fine. No, 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 no. You want your ICP? I, I, I don't, but I don't. See how you used it there? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I, I, I asked my brother my youngest brother, uh, if he was a juggalo. And he's like, totally. See, that's not the response that, that when you asked him this last, yeah. 
Because he knew he was like, what are you baiting me into now? <laughs> and so th- this morning before you were here, I, I tried to talk to him about it. He wouldn't talk about it. So then when you were here, I asked him. Yeah. And uh, how, how, what was his response when you were here? Well, the Juggalo's a fan of Icy. Pretty much what I said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> because I think like, I was just kind of quoting him. Because like, I heard you ask me, and it just reverted back to him. Like, well, it's a, it's a fan of ICP. Um, you know, people that really, you know, they like to paint their face. Um, they're really into Insane Clown Posse. And really, and so I sent you a documentary earlier in the day before oh, you God. saw that. What was the name of that doc- that that documentary? You can find it's, this. You can watch it on YouTube. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, it's called like Inside No Something of the Juggalos. Oh, it's uh, American Juggalo. American Juggalo. Look Juggalo. at the often mocked and misunderstood subculture of Juggalos. But didn't it feel like the director often mocked and misunderstood? But don't you feel like the director was just mocking them? Here's the thing: he either found. The best examples, the best of the best of juggalos and juggalettes. Yes, or or he was mocking them. Yeah, I I, I want to know what was on the cutting room floor of that. You go to YouTube, people, if you're listening to this, and you watch this document. It's only going to take you about twenty minutes. Yeah, if you get three minutes in without laughing. I want to hear about it. And you may be a juggalo. Yeah, you send us anything you can. You say, I made it through three minutes of this and and didn't laugh. I want to know your name, possibly your address, because there's something wrong. (laughs) But the the whole thing's done at something called The Gathering. Do you know what this is? Yeah, it's like uh, essentially their Woodstock. Now, does it honestly take place for two weeks? I heard four days. Four days seems totally reasonable, but I, I remember one of the days. girls saying she took two weeks off in August. Is that no, just the, the recovery no, it's the time? No, it's the second week in okay, August, that's okay. what she said. It's second week in August. So it's a four-day festival. It's like, a, it's like a Thanksgiving weekend. And the ICP just plays all four days, or they do it like they do OzFest, where they invite tons of different bands. I think, and they basically uh, I, I, think I heard like King. Cottonmouth Kings played, you know, those... Everybody signed to their the, label. Those real cheesy bands that you remember from high school that you were just like, oh, they smoke pot. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like it seemed like they're you know what they try to show you in this documentary is that they're just a whole bunch of regular people that just that are just sort of social mid- misfits that are accepted by other misfits. Kind of like uh uh what do you call it? LARPing. It's like LARPing for people that like fantasy rap for white people kind of so it's almost like the manson family well well it's a little larp meets manson family is kind of manson family killed a lot of people yeah these guys yeah they didn't but i mean they they there's violence there they they that's why they marched right because they made the fbi's gang list right right the fbi called them a gang and so if you're walking down the street rocking your ICP gear, you're going to get put in a gang database. And they didn't like that. So if you're a juggalo or a juggalette, they're considering you a gang member, an active gang member. Yes. And so 200 of them wa- walked on Washington to say, we're, in, we're from all different walks of life. It's you know, no different than being a deadhead. We're just, we're just, a, just a different name for a member of a band, right? Yep. So you watch this documentary. And it did not strike me that they were just fans <laughs> of a band. Um, the, one of the writers from Washington Post pretty much described them as America's least favorite subculture. 
<laughs> Which doesn't that attract people to it when you tell right, them it's right. the least cool? Like, right. I'm going to be less cool. Exactly. Well, especially those people are like, well, fuck it. I'm a loser anyway. Oh, man. And then you, they do. Then they go, get together and they're like, welcome in, brother. Welcome in, sister. And like, family. Like the one girl. This guy took me in. Let me sleep on his, you know, let me couch surf. Took me into its place. Never charged me rent. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like. Okay, you kind of sound like a shitty friend. Maybe you should have helped them out a little, but yeah, okay. But but it's family. It's family. That word came up constantly in that documentary. Family. And now, so this family marches. My on, real family was used a lot. Remember that? Yeah, my real. These. This is my real family. Now, on the level, was the director of that documentary being a dick, or was that the best he had to work with? I don't even think he was being a dick. I, th- I mean, he was just oh, showing people. Man. He was just showing them. He was just showing them in the wild. You don't feel like he had other options? Uh, you know what, though? Because, sure dude, he- if that's the gathering, I can see why certain states and cities kick the gathering out of their town. I mean, it is. If you're listening and you're a juggalo or a juggalette, you're going to be offended by what I had to say, but probably what but we're about to say. But we're basically, gonna... you're a piece of shit, is how it was put in the documentary. You are you're white trash, or you're a social misfit, or you're a, a criminal of some type, or you just plain have fucking awful taste. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like 30 points was just shaved off of my intelligence quotient after having watched that. Yeah, it was dirty. Yeah, it was dirty. I felt bad for some of them. Like you know, you might be taking advantage of. Yeah. But on the other hand, I was thinking maybe the drugs are so good there that they're just <laughs> catching them like, like at that on moment. the other end. Yeah. Because wasn't there a girl that could, had gotten she, out of her car in a couple of hours? Car. She couldn't get out of her car. She's like, I'm <laughs> rolling and I'm pretty fucked up and yeah. I'm drunk. So I've just been in my car for yeah. a few hours. I've, but been, I'm good. I, I've been on ecstasy. I'm on, I'm on E and vodka. <laughs> That's, that was the cocktail, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm on E and vodka right now. So, uh, you know, but I'm I'm around my family, so I'm safe. I'm good. What was the other guy? <laughs> when they march on Washington, does anybody give two fucks? I mean, did did anybody? Well, even I think stop? the woman that they shouted, "Show me your butthole!" to, I think she probably <laughs> gave two shits. <laughs> that was one of the quotes. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. I mean, it's it's funny and it's novel, but like to dedicate your life to this. Yeah. I guess it's no more ridiculous than a lot of the things. We I mean, really, I yeah. mean most <laughs> well, things. I mean, are think fucking of some retarded. of the protests. Yeah, and some of the protests we've had. Or some, I mean, who's to say they're? I mean, their protests are probably definitely the messiest, sloppy. I mean, they said that uh, uh, some some uh, activity kicked up where one of the juggalos uh, chucked a full box of pizza towards the front and just <laughs> hit a guy. So then, in return, a guy from the front. Tossed a trash bag full of God knows what back, hit a guy, and they said, fuck the back. Well, then the back says, fuck the front, and then they throw Fago Cola. That's their drink of choice, Fago, Fago Cola. Another brilliant move. I mean, they, they really do. The guys at the ICP band have, yeah. I don't know how they took themselves from just a, a novel bad act to what they are now. I mean, they're yeah. marketing geniuses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have people marching on the Capitol for them. Have you seen anybody march on the Capitol for Bob Dylan? Right. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. we need to talk to them about their marketing because yeah. they could probably help. I mean, I don't I'm know sh- if we want, uh, you know. Not for Bob Dylan, but I mean, I'm sure they've marched with Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's marched in a thousand things, but that's just nuts. Like, think of a modern band. Is anybody going to march 
Washington over a modern band? No, even when Metallica was trying to stick up for like what was right, people are like, "Fuck them!" Yeah, <laughs> shut up and rock. Yeah, we just we just want free music, dude. Let's talk more rock. Now, is it is it more insane to root for for profit sports teams than it is to identify with music that moves you and other people in the same uh, social? disposition as you no not at all but then you have but it's just the way they do it like dude it's controlled anarchy here man we just we just control ourselves i'm like well you're you're kind of contradicting the very word that you're using anarchy is uncontrolled like if any of those people that that preach anarchy ever actually experienced anarchy and the fear that would come with anarchy and 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 the uncertainty of lawlessness like, there is no controlled anarchy. Anarchy is fucking, well, anarchy. It's pure chaos. All of those fuckers would be scared shitless. So would I. Yeah. And, you know? They probably just lack the vocabulary to be like, this is what... They, basically, they were saying at this gathering, this is the time of year they feel the freest, the most accepted, the most this, the most that. And good for them. You could argue that me as a big Viking or Twins fan is far more ridiculous than these people being fans of their favorite cultural icons right. and their favorite subset of human beings. They're far more recognized by the things they're involved in than when I root for one of these teams. But it's far more socially acceptable for me to be like, oh, I'm depressed today because, you know, this, well, other, guess, this other group of guys playing a game lost and I'm sad about it. Yeah, but at the same time, when you see a woman walking around with titties for a dollar on her belly and, uh, you know, my husband drew this on me. I show my titties and I get a dollar. And then she picks up like this $1 bill. And she's like, see, I'm getting rich. It wasn't like dollar bills. Uh. It was a dollar bill. Yeah, there wasn't there a woman that was just naked and pregnant and just standing there. And just yeah, just hanging out. Naked and pregnant. Another one was smoking. She was six months pregnant, smoking. Bringing another juggalo into the world. Just bringing another juggalo in the world. And what they say? It takes a village to raise a child. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head, oh, God, not that village. But, man, there are a lot, a lot of people that don't have shit right now. Far more, far, far more people without them that have. I mean, you get that the money's not there to stay in school or keep the lights on. And, you know, yeah. they're easily led into these situations because it's like if you're poor or if you're this or if you're that, that there's a place for you here. Right, right. And, you know, a lot of people haven't had the benefit of a good education or even like a middle-of-the-road <laughs> education for that matter. Just anyone showing up, really. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, you forget a lot of people don't get... I mean, if you look at the state of our country and just how extremely uneducated it is. I mean, even just a, a, a grades, you know, like a public school education, I would consider middle of the road for this gun. Like you're doing all right. Which brings me to my point that you were just making. How many people that are in a band have a March of that size on Washington? You could laugh at this group right now, but they get a little steam. They get a little momentum. And all of a sudden, it's not very funny anymore. They yeah. could be formidable. They could be congressmen. They could be a formidable body of people yeah. as adults. Because it seemed like there were a lot of people in that documentary that weren't... I mean, 
<laughs> Although they claim there were brain surgeons and shit there, I felt like they <laughs> were hard to find in the documentary. But I didn't see him in that sea. They, of, they were hard to detect. I did not see him in that sea of fago. But there were a lot of people there, yeah. like Burning Man numbers that are yeah. marching on Washington, and calling themselves Juggalos and Juggalettes yeah. with a straight fucking and, face. And I'm gonna tell you, like the probably the average IQ was probably around 76. <laughs> that's that's how he made it seem. <laughs> that's, that's that's really my so perception. So he's either of a it. dick or that's it's true. True, yeah. And I don't know, but all I'm seeing is like a whole lot of seventy six. Would you across rather the board? Would you rather have a lot of smart, liberal, self minded, self motivated thinking people in your group, or would you want hundreds of thousands of people that a lower IQ who will do what you say on command? Well, that's the point. That's how um, people take control. You know, you take away, I mean, it goes back to medieval times, you know, keep the fucking shit shovelers shoveling shit, keep them stupid. They don't know any better, you know? You throw them a little love here or there, throw them a little bread, and they're going to fucking love you and do anything you say because they don't know better. And I'm not saying these people don't know right from wrong and stuff like that. I'm just saying, (laughs) I don't know what I am saying. When you send us, you know, those of you that are fans, when you send us the hate email, I'd like to be referred to this week as Mr. Asshole and Travis can be Mr. Fuckhead. That way I'll know when you send me the email which one of us you're mad at. Yes, yes, please do. <laughs> oh, no, wait, 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 wait. What was the one? No, butthole. Can I be butthole? In honor of the woman that they shouted out going to, uh, you know, wherever about her business in D.C. there. Mm. Can I'll be Mr. Butthole. All right, well, I was Mr. Asshole. I was Mr. Butthole. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook when Life Attacks podcast, or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com. The only way I got that vomit off me was to get the fucking raid. What happened? I got fucked up. I was drinking Caribou Lou on the fucking carnival rides and fucking got fucked up. What Apparently, I fucking passed out. And then my fucking homeboy fucking shows up out of nowhere and gets me back to the fucking tent. Man, apparently I fucking fell out in the middle of the road. Apparently I had motherfuckers come up to me and ask me how I am. That's how bad it was. It was a fucking spectacle and shit. And I don't give a fuck because that was righteous. I'll tell you for real about being a juggalo, man. That shit made me the motherfucker I am today. Honest to God, man. If it wasn't for fucking Jay and Shaq, that shit would not be on. I would be... I don't want to fucking think the kind of motherfucker I'd be. I grew up to be a fucking decent, fucking good-hearted, good-natured motherfucker. I'm a fucking nice person. I can cook like a motherfucker. Make some fucking straight-up fucking grub, fucking chicken fried steak, fucking collard greens, fucking mashed potatoes, all that fucking good-ass sausage gravy, biscuits, fucking everything, man. I cook like a motherfucker. I want to find a skinny-ass little bitch and make her fat, and we go lose weight together, and we'll bond. Uh,